0: Hi, this is Serena Vincent, and you're listening to Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Ah, after 10,000 years, I'm free. Now, finally to conquer Earth.
1: Alpha, Rita's escaped. Recruit me, podcasters with attitude. Power Rangers in Cyberspace. Welcome listeners of Power Rangers in Cyberspace, this is your host Sean Fritz, joined as always with
0: Anthony Mullen, the co-host.
1: With the co-host Anthony Mullen, this is episode 31 of Power Rangers in Cyberspace.
0: Cyberspace, back at you, episode 31, you're welcome, we got here.
1: Thanks for repeating everything I just said.
0: No, I said you're welcome, big difference, different atmosphere, It's, it's what happens. Thank you. So... Today we got a cool episode. First off, we're just going to give a recap of what's going on in the Shattered Grid. I think it's getting pretty cool.
1: Yes, very.
0: So last Saturday was free comic book day. We both picked up the free comic book day with the Shattered Grid, Mighty Morphin Power And then you picked up the annual, correct? Yeah. What annual is it?
1: It's Well, so they do it a little weird with, I don't know if it's with Boom or if it's just with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but they have an annual every year. That's not out of the ordinary, but they have their annual is always number one and the year. So it was 2016 number one, 2017 number one, and 2018 number one. That's weird. They don't do sequential number. I mean, if they just did the year, that'd be fine, but they don't do sequential numbering like if you would buy Spider-Man, you know, it'd be -hmm. be the next number every year.
0: Maybe is there a Go-Go Power Rangers annual and is it 2018 number two?
1: Uh, no, because even though the issues cross over in story, you know, at least they they just started to do it, they don't have an annual yet for Go Go Power Rangers. They've only put out nine issues and their annuals kind of come at arbitrary times whenever it makes the most sense to have a double-sized issue, but they're basically backup stories for most of them or like two or three pages worth of story, but a whole bunch of them, like four or five, maybe six of them. It, it's really strange the way they do it.
0: Hmm. curious i wonder i wonder what it is i wonder why they do that all right so but you read you you have the annual then
1: yeah and the annual doesn't really take place actually the annual takes place before issue 26 of Mighty morphin even though it came out after but it it takes place before because the next week go go number nine came out with the pink ranger from the dracon the you know I, i heard an interview and this will make our discussion so much easier the universe where Draken dracon Bad Tommy come from? Yeah. They're called, they've been calling it the coinless universe, because remember he takes all their power coins and Billy's dead? They're the coinless. The one where Tommy Oliver gets killed that causes the grid to shatter, where Jen Scott travels back in time, blah, blah, blah. They're calling that prime universe, or prime.
0: That's the universe where everything's supposed to happen and start from.
1: That's the TV show universe that this has splintered off from. Yes. Short answer. All right. Okay, cool. So I think if we adopt that same terminology, it would make more sense for us, for our listeners, as they hear Ryan Parrott and Kyle Higgins talk about it on various media outlets.
0: I like that. The real, just a quick overview of, I guess, what goes on in the pre-comic book day issue. We're given a quick, not not so much quick, but we're given a general overview, I guess, for anyone that hasn't read anything of Shattered Grid yet. And it's Zordon uh, requesting an audience with the elders and the morphing masters. Which brings, that's that's all new to us.
1: Yeah. I don't know if you noticed this, and it might have taken place later in the issue, but it gives away the time that this takes place is before the assault on the samurai rangers mm-hmm. because of Draken's outfit. Yes. Okay.
0: So this takes place before, but it's still after. It's that weird moment between and after Tommy's death and before. Is that weird? It's like literally a week in between of events. It's kind of like a pause and a break because it doesn't take, it doesn't concern the current events of all the Power Rangers. It's kind of Zordon giving an overview of what's going on and he's explaining to these elders, which my big thing that I want to comment on is that I love. Oh, I I so, loved they, it. I love it. And at first I thought it was just kind of one of each is three different elders. There's Zordon is like flying through space again, kind of like how we did back when the grid was first shattered.
1: Yeah. Well, when the Zordon from issue eight or whenever, when they went to Draken's world and Zordon of prime universe met zordon of the coinless universe kind of like that astral plane floating type thing
0: yeah zordon's now in the astral plane again and he's seeing three rangers in front of him a red yellow and blue for the first couple pages they were kind of like a standard look and then you start shifting them from different angles and you keep seeing them shift from different rangers Uh at first you see the red ranger as the mighty morphin ranger but then you kind of catch him from an odd angle then you see half of his face is the Time Force, but his other half is the Zeal Ranger. Yeah. In the Lost Galaxy Ranger is the Yellow Ranger, and then her head churns, and you see the Jungle Fury Ranger. I'm like, oh, I like what they're doing with that. I really like that concept. I really want to know who these Morphin Masters is. I really want to see them.
1: They're like a shifting, like a, a left to right shifting of from one Ranger to, or is it maybe it's right to left? I don't know. They're like a, a, an ever shifting of those three colors. Mm-hmm. Which I I agree. Kind of cool. That was that that there's two things from this issue, and and that was one of them that I really liked.
0: And then, as Zordon is pleading for like divine inter- intervention, if you will call it, from Power Ranger lore, let me prove to you why these teenagers are worthy. And he's just giving an overview of just their daily lives and the power in in their lives. And then he goes on to explain how the world was tainted in an alternate universe, the coinless universe. It's great because we're kind of given a refresher, but if you were to come to this fresh, it's a great intro. Like, oh, this is what's going on. And it's obviously perfect setup for a free comic book day. So you're not trying to get something free that tosses you into something that's confusing.
1: It was very much a self-contained story just because it gives you three or four pages of the backstory. So essentially it's it's almost a catch-up.
0: It's a catch-up, but it's self-contained because it takes place out of the setting of the Power Rangers. So you don't need to be... It's
1: off-camera. of what just
0: happened. Yeah, it's off-camera. It's kind of that... Besides that uh, special holiday episode, we're kind of, boom we're going to disappear to someplace else real quick while the rest of the cast is on vacation.
1: You know what it is? It's a side quest.
0: It's a side quest, really. And then what's cool is that we see a little bit more of the coinless universe, and we see the evil Tommy Olivers kind of rise to power and how he takes control, which I'm pretty sure is that moment number two that you liked?
1: No, you actually skipped over it.
0: What was moment number two that you liked?
1: Moment number two, they teased at the very beginning, before Zordon went to the elders to try to get a hold of the Morphin Masters. The elders are kind of like the agents. You know, like, uh, you ever hear stories where you try to get a hold of someone, you have to go through their agent, well, their agent's yeah. kind of the buffer. They're like, yeah, get out of here.
0: Oh, yeah, no, I know. Ex- okay, go on.
1: So the second thing, Zordon and Alpha were talking, and he's like, I need an audience with them. And Alpha's like, don't do it. You know what it's going to cost. They tease it. And then at the end, when they're like, get out of here, Zordon. You wasted your chance. Exactly. They reveal what Zordon has given up because he acknowledged that by seeking the audience with the Elders and them granting him the audience, he has given up his chance when he dies to become part of the Elders the within grid. the Morphin Grid, which was never discussed before. So, theory, potentially, question, at least question, Tommy Oliver died as the Green Ranger in Prime Universe. Does he
0: become
1: it, well, or the Green Elder? Or is he just kind of like the the supreme intelligence of the Kree Empire? You know how it's all those brains, all those minds, kind of merged into one computer output. You know what I'm talking about? No. Okay. Basically, is he part of the amalgam of all of the previous Rangers or those that had once had a tie to the Morphin Grid? I don't think it's. I don't think it works
0: like that. I don't think that's. I don't think that's what the Elders are. I don't think they're Rangers.
1: No, but they can.
0: I think it's the power that comes to the ranger. It's not Tommy specifically being an elder. I think it'd be the essence of Tommy.
1: Well, that's what I mean. Is he like not trapped in limbo or is his soul there or whatever, but. Maybe he's
0: kind of, I get maybe.
1: The idea needs a little bit more fleshing out. Who knows what it could be, but it's the start of a, I just thought of it. It's the start of a potential what if type thing.
0: Who knows? Maybe that's how they wrap up because you know Tommy is dead right now, and they reaffirmed it. And they showed a clip it again, and again. You're like, "Oh, that hurt! I didn't see that coming."
1: Continue then, because that was the number two thing that I thought you were going to get to, and I couldn't remember if it was nope. this this issue or if it, if it was the end of this one or if it was because, like I said, I told you before we started recording, I read about seven issues of this GoGo Power Rangers and Free Comic Book Day last night. So
0: mm-hmm. at the end of this one is my number two is where you finally see because we are questioning it in the last episode is. We're, what's up with Rita? That's right. We flash over and in the Coinless universe, Tommy pulls a whole rule of two for the Sith.
1: Yes, he does.
0: He's like, well, thing with children is at one point they realize that they have to grow up and...
1: That their parents sucked.
0: And that I'm growing up and turns on Rita and just, boom, stabbed through the, like, with the dragon dragger. With the,
1: with the dragon dagger?
0: Dragon dagger.
1: He said the Dagon dragger
0: the the dragon flute yes dragon flute that's what it is i was like whoa and it was kind of cool because then it flashes forward and this issue ends with oh want shoot where is it it ends with the elders pondering going was zordon right and the one rate the one elder is like no there's no reason we have to let natural order play out for itself the other two of the elders are kind of wondering, is this something they should worry about? Because if this guy, if this uh, Lord Dracon is doing what Zordon is saying, Zordon's never been wrong. So is this something they have to worry about? And you see that Dracon, I don't think, i he was asking Ninjor about the elders and the Morphing Masters, and he was asking if they were true or not in the one issue.
1: I missed that completely.
0: Yeah. Remember when he was like, oh, hmm. these books, and he's like, from the Morphing Masters?
1: Oh And Ninjor is like,
0: no, that's for another time. Huh. And they're hooked up into Ninjor's brain, so who knows what they can pull out.
1: Huh. I didn't notice that. I, I'll have to... Huh. I, that that It's just so well written that they, they give you little things that... They
0: planned this was not a last minute change up, oh, what should we do for this arc? This shattered grid, I'm telling you, this is something they start up. The minute they did one or two issues, they're like, we needed to start this planting these seeds now because they've been planting seeds from Shattered Grid from the very gecko with the Black Dragon Zord.
1: And they reference it as well.
0: And they reference from the Black Dragon to simply just jumping into a parallel universe that was crazy. And guess what? That universe came back over and they've been at w- This is about two, three arcs. This is like three arcs. It's like the fifth arc they're going to be pushing on sooner or later. And they're like, nah, man, this is still that much of an issue. And it's not getting boring. This is like getting Mm-mm. more interesting. Like, It's like, all right, give us more. Yeah, It's like a year and a half. It's like two years of comic books. No, but a year and a half of comic books of just straight fan fodder. Here you go, man. We know you want to read this. Here you go.
1: You know what? It rem- it reminds me, the, the writing and the story and, and the subtle details, it reminds me of two things specifically. One, Jonathan Hickman's writing, the guy that did the New Avengers and the... Um, the end of the Ultimate Universe. Basically, the guy that brought mm-hmm. Re- Ultimate Reed Richards became the super bad guy. Yeah, and he played the long game for two or three years, writing a couple different books to build up. Just
0: he he set the seeds, and it was like when there when it's time, I'll pull the trigger. Exactly, he set them because from the very get go, Scorpina was even talking about powers, and very first issue when they were talking about summoning another power, and it was in the background, and it was like, well, what about Rita's friend or Rita, whatever they said second issue in, you saw glimpses of like what are they talking about and then it jumped left field and was like parallel universe it's come back very curious to see how it's gonna go
1: it also reminds me of and i, I hope you've seen this tell me if you haven't seen it because i don't want to spoil sort of cinema it's like fight club
0: don't talk about it you've not seen it don't talk about it you know one
1: yes haha you're funny it's like the movie not the place have you seen fight club yes i have you know, at the end, when he when you realize or when it's told to you that they're the same person, mm-hmm. even though throughout the whole movie, you see two different people. Yes. And then you're like, oh, shit. Like the time when he goes and opens the door.
0: There are certain moments, though, when you do go back and rewatch it, there are certain moments where you're like, oh, that doesn't match up right. There are certain ones.
1: The second they tell you, if you haven't seen it coming, then you are like, oh, I see what you did there. It reminds me a lot, like, in a perfect world, if it were flawless, it reminds me of Hickman's writing and the reveal in Fight Club, or, even though we're not supposed to talk about him anymore, the reveal in The Usual Suspects. Please don't. Oh, you've not seen that movie? No. (gasps) Ooh. Anyway. So, that, yes.
0: I'm very impressed with the writing, and I kind of give Brandon an overview of it before we recorded Hurley Awesome before. He would love it. Oh, I told him. I told him. I go. I go. This is one thing that's awesome. I go. It's great writing. And I go. You're a Mighty Morphin fan. I go. This whole giant thing they're doing. You don't have to know the newer stuff. If you do know it, then it's cool because you acknowledge all the little, not Easter egg. You acknowledge everything else. Like if you don't know what Turbo is, when you see it in other stuff, you've been like, oh, okay, that must be a Power Ranger. You're gonna assume
1: it. And if you remember in twenty six, at the storm on the Samurai place, the Samurai house.
0: I mean, you may not know it, but you can still.
1: What I mean is that I only knew that it took place after the show was over because it had the female Mm -hmm. Red Ranger, not the male Red Ranger. And you don't need to know that to know what's happening.
0: I just knew. I recognize this is a Power Ranger. It's pretty obvious what's going on. They're doing some weird Power Ranger powers. Whatever. Okay,
1: colors and helmets and visors. Which is
0: all I need to know. And a morpher that's all somewhat synchronized. And Brandon could easily read this and go... All right. And I told him, I go, this is a long game, dude. I go, I go. they reference stuff from the get-go, the first pit, So kind of the first arc is a Tommy Oliver PTSD type of thing. And I go, right after that, they start building this whole giant scheme. And I had him watch the trailer for Lord Tricon, the one with JDF in it. Yeah. And he was like, oh, so this is like Infinity Wars with Power Rangers. And I'm like, yeah, pretty much.
1: Yeah, to a degree. Yeah,
0: you got your yeah your evil mastermind on his throne, looking at other worlds, going, "Well, I'm gonna go take him out."
1: Yeah, it, it's a lot. It's a lot of time to read all of them, but is well worth it. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say that it's at any point I've been disappointed.
0: I think I'm gonna go to trades because at work today I had time, yep. and that's when I read today, and I was like, and yeah, and I had so much time at work, and I was like, "Well, yeah, I'll read another trade," or no, I, well, I I went from reading a comic to I was like, "Oh, I have a trade also in my book in my drawer," so I grabbed the trade and I freaking killed out. Seth MacFarl or not Seth McFarlane. Um Todd? Seth Green? Oh, no, nope. okay. Seth Green the Freshman.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: Pretty sure it's either Seth Green or Seth McFarlane. I think Seth McFarlane is the one that did it, so it's, it's called Freshman. It's kinda like a group of they shouldn't be friends. They sh- they wouldn't know each other other than just this one incident happening. They all get powers that are horribly based on their actions or surroundings, kinda like Fantastic Four style.
1: Oh, so it's like you and Chris? <laughs> No, no. You shouldn't be friends, but you have the powers of podcasting.
0: Kind of, I guess. By our powers
1: combined, we'll put out a podcast.
0: They're coming out left and right. I know. Apart from like that, the one kid's power is that he was watering a plant or he's a vegetarian and he he doesn't eat meat or he's watering his plants and he now can speak to plants.
1: That's his power. So he's Swamp Thing.
0: No, because he has no power or control over him. He literally just can speak and hear him.
1: Oh, he's Dr. Doolittle of plants.
0: Yes. So the plants are like, hey, baby, you want to water me? <laughs> and they're like, you're watering another plant. I know you are. And he's like, for the last time, stop it.
1: That's so weird, but kind of <laughs> kind of goofy.
0: There's one page where they're in a hospital doing something. And the one plant's like, yo, just so you know, they got some good stuff on two, three floors down, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he's like, thanks? <laughs> it's like, thanks? The plants are all talking to each other.
1: Well, you know that it's been recently discovered that plants have- They do speak. Well, they have like a, this built-in collected ecosystem underground. They communicate, hey, there's a predator over here. Some plants can actually change the way that they smell and taste based on if a predator is near so that it can deter the predator from eating it. Not a predator, but whatever's going to eat this tree root or whatever. Really? You learn stuff on this podcast.
0: That's crazy.
1: It's a recent discovery. So it's, it's really interesting.
0: Oh, here it is it's from seth green
1: star of enemy of the state and robot chicken
0: i'll send it to you oh it was done through image or top cow i didn't know that
1: yeah now you know oh
0: it's so good here i'll send this to you because i really want you to read it because i think you'll like it
1: well i'll just read it next week maybe you can hand it to me and i'll read it and i'll give it back to you yes i'm good at reading like that i'm good at reading i've read (laughs) a lot of comic books i'm good at reading them
0: good uh what else did you have to talk about what so, else you, say? you so, got something to bring to me?
1: Well, I'll give you a recap of annual number one.
0: Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. Let's recap annual.
1: i will just give you the very, very broad strokes because I was kind of explaining it a little bit earlier where it's... I sent you a couple pictures of page two and three where Draken goes from the Coinless universe and he goes into the Prime universe. We see the Zia Rangers fighting. And you're like, well, what the hell? Tommy's dead. Well, in Prime Universe Mighty Morphin time frame, but not in Zeo, because remember, we talked about issue 26, where it's, and Kyle Higgins had confirmed that because it's shattered, each time frame is its own pocket universe, so to speak, at this point. Mm-hmm. Basically, they're just in a fight with the gold-faced Machine Empire guys, because that was their main villain. So the continuity is really solid, because they're not fighting Jintrax or whoever. They're fighting the proper villain, their foot soldiers. Yeah. They're talking about, hey, did you get it? Did you do this and that? They're like, yeah, we got to go, go back and get it. I'll take it from here, whatever. We go back to the command center or whatever it's called, the fancier one from Zeo. Yeah. This takes place after Jason has relinquished the Zeo Ranger powers, the Gold Ranger, and they're giving him a Mighty Morphin morpher that was damaged but repaired, and they put it in a shadow box. So that's the setup of it, you know, whoop de doo They're having cake and, you know, doing whatever, and then we see Tommy teleport, but he doesn't teleport with red, he teleports with green, and Adam just kind of looks over and is like, well, where's he going?
0: Because that's weird.
1: Yeah, well, he doesn't even notice that it's green, or he doesn't call attention to it. But then we see Tommy press this button on his watch, and he said, holograms are great, but they still hurt. And you're like, well, how, how does a hologram hurt? It reveals to be Draken standing in front of Tommy, who is with some super-duper metal way of holding him to a chair. He's got him tied to a chair. Takes Saba, slits his throat, and the chair just falls, and Tommy Oliver of Zeo is dead. And he actually even says, how are you still alive, considering all the events? He doesn't tell him that he killed him in the past. And then it skips to, basically it says to be continued in Shadowed Grid. And then it goes to SPD. And then it goes to, oh, and he takes Adam's Morpher, by the way.
0: So where does he, so is he grabbing the
1: So Draken with his samurai outfit, okay. So it takes place after 26. Yeah. Takes a Turbo Morpher. He doesn't go back to Finster 5 and do his bathe in the pool of the Morpher. Then you just see him cut to SPD. And it basically, these are like little clips, little adventures of what happens in these various pocket Power Ranger dimensions.
0: Is it all which are Ken interacting with all these pocket uniforms? Uh-huh. That's cool. I'm going to pick it up.
1: But basically, you just see him going from five or six of them. I forget which ones they are. and I don't have the issue in front of me. He doesn't succeed in all of them. Like SPD, they push him back because they have two teams, but they reveal that they have this cannon, this shoulder mount cannon Yeah. that they can shoot a ranger with and it demorphs them.
0: Oh, that's, I've never seen that. That's
1: different. Uh-huh. That's new. I I, st- I was like, what, what, what's going on here? Like I had to read the, the page twice. I'm like, they're like, he, he has a gun that demorphs me. I'm like, where the hell did that happen?
0: That's different.
1: I thought it just hit him with a concussive blast.
0: No, that's, defo- that's demorph. Oh, okay
1: it demorphs them. Nobody has ever tried to morph again after that, but usually when they demorph, it's because they got their asses handed to them. Speaking from the television show, they use this a couple times with effectiveness. Nobody tries to remorph, but they haven't described, they haven't talked about it in a way that what are its lasting repercussions? Like, does it disconnect them from the morphing grid? Does it disable their morpher? Is it temporary? Is it permanent? None of those questions have been answered. They just introduced this canon, and it's, pretty badass
0: and it is canon
1: it is a canon with one n c a well two technically c a n o n not
0: what i'm saying though is it is canon now
1: well it's part <laughs> it's, of the it was a joke yes it was a jo- her her it,
0: uh-huh. that's where the annual went that's really
1: cool the annual was a snapshot of it, it wasn't a, it was the beginning or the middle of more adventures that will be depicted in the books to come
0: i'm very excited to see it
1: yeah, and it's not just Mighty Morphin, it's also going to be part of Go-Go Power Rangers as well. And and it looks like it's, yeah. what month are we in? May? May. So, Go-Go number 9 already came out, Free Comic Book Day already came out, so Mighty Morphin 27 comes out toward the end of this month, and then in June, July, and August, there's two issues each, they both are part of Shattered Grid, and then there's a wrap-up, so there are... Two, four, six, eight more issues of this storyline. So eight more issues of this. And Damn. actually, we've only, yeah, we've only had five to date, I believe. Damn. I'm quite excited to see how, it, how the rest of it goes and what happens. Since we recorded last, I read number nine as well, where you realize that Kimberly from Coinless Universe comes to Prime Universe. Have you seen a full mock-up of Kimberly from the Coinless Universe? No holy shit it's it's the picture is awesome she's got a cape they actually call attention to it in the issue it's kind of funny her bow is not her traditional pink bow it is a double-sided sword of darkness what the handle like if you had two swords of darkness and you put the butt of the handles together it would make that curve that's her bow it is the coolest thing i've seen Here's a picture. It's from the end of issue number eight, go-go number eight. It's actually the last panel.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Yeah, doesn't that look pretty awesome?
0: Oh, shit. All right. So this is Kimberly from the coin list. Oh, whoa. Her So yeah, her bow are double-ended swords of darkness. She almost has like a Psycho Ranger look.
1: Yeah. You know what it honestly looks like to a degree? What? Remember when we read Power Rangers Pink?
0: Yeah, and it's kind of it's run through a different morphing grid.
1: Yeah. It kind of looks a little bit like that, so Hmm.
0: Do they ever explain anything about her?
1: They haven't yet. Is
0: it Kimberly Is it Kimberly?
1: It's Kimberly Hart because she actually runs into so in issue 9, she goes to cuz Gogo cuz it takes place in Gogo Power Rangers, which as we know is pre Green Ranger. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. What happens is she uses the green crystal or whatever and she transports herself to, to the time frame that takes place in GoGo Power Rangers. She gets into a tussle with the Rangers as they're fighting. Rita sends Goldar and a bunch of putties when she detects a disturbance in the force or whatever. Goldar's like, I won't fail you. And Rita says, that's fine. I expect you to. I want you to. She kind of wants to see what's going on too because she detected a huge disturbance in the force. Hmm. You see coinless universe Kimberly shoot her arrows, which she shoots them at Zach. He dodges them. She also shoots them at a bunch of putties, not mistakenly, on purpose. So you're like, whose side is she on here? Her character is still a mystery, but then she interacts with Kimberly and, set, and basically reveals herself to be a dystopian Kimberly. Coinless universe Kimberly. Short hair, blah, blah, blah. You hear the Valley Girl jokes. Oh my goodness. What would I ever do? To my? Why would I ever do my hair like that type thing? Traditional teenage Kimberly fodder.
0: Huh? I'm very curious, though, because in the image you sent me, it shows her with Finster 5, like, she's evil. But is she really evil?
1: Yeah, is she biding her time? Or, or what, what's... Number 9 does not reveal any of that. What it does reveal, though, is what the disturbance in the Force was. Kimberly runs away from the five rangers because she says, Oh no, there's only five. I'm here too early. I guess she was supposed to come before Tommy got got, or who knows what. She was supposed to be there when there were six.
0: Maybe that's what she's there for. She's, gonna, it's, she's coming to stop. <sighs> what if she's the one that stops Tommy from dying?
1: I don't know. So there's a fan theory that Ryan Parrott, the writer, has actually dispelled. He basically said that's not what it is. Some fans online have theorized that the go-go Power Rangers, the Rangers in that series, are from the coinless universe. And Kimberly just went back in time, not universe to universe. And he said, that's not true. That's a great spin on it. But we weren't smart enough to think about that ahead of time, which makes me laugh because he's basically saying, that's a really good story. We didn't think about that. That would have been good. It would have been a little like Crisis on Infinite Earth type confusing, but it's a great theory. I like where those people's heads are at. Even still, she just went there too early. Like I said, at the end of the issue, we find out what the disturbance was. Kimberly's standing there looking out the window trying to, I guess, her crystal that she had to transport from universe to universe doesn't have enough signal strength or whatever because she's saying, I hope you can hear me. There's not a lot of power left in this thing or whatever, but I think I'm here too early. We have no idea who she's talking to, but then out of the shadows, we see Rita walk in by herself and she says, I see now what caused such a power signature or co- you know required this and that to move from dimension to dimension. She steps back and you see the reveal of the gigantic Zord that we talked about a couple months ago. The
0: Ranger Slayer.
1: Yes, that Zord. And you're just like, whoa. Because it's gigantic. It's like Serpentera big. Really? And Rita says, oh, could you use a jump start on this thing? Basically, like, I'd like to help power this thing up for you. And that's the end of that issue. Whoa. GoGo number nine is officially part of Shattered Grid. There's kind of a. Oh, man. Have you seen issue 11? cover i haven't looked ahead at all <gasps> oh man is it pretty
0: oh yeah it's good yeah Oh, it's good Hmm. yeah
1: i'll have to put up pictures of what we've talked about so far the ranger slayer well i don't know if they're calling kimberly that or if they're calling the zord that we'll put up pictures of kimberly as the
0: oh no if you do a uh, pink power ranger the ranger slayer is revealed yep the pink power ranger dracon's world is the ranger slayer
1: I do like this cover, the standard cover with the reflection. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I like that. I approve. I approve. Oh, there's another cover. It's a variant cover. It is a Mallrats variant cover. Wait, what? It's Go-Go Power Rangers, but it's a variant cover to look like Mallrats. Send me that. So,
0: wow. Dude, I'm very excited. I have to go back and read, catch up on those. And now that I have time, I probably will. You said, do we have time for one more topic? How big is your thing? How, how big is your thing that you want to talk about?
1: Oh, for you, it's big.
0: Jokes aside, no, for real.
1: No, 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 no. For you, you, for you, it is a big thing. You will love this.
0: All right. Hit me with it.
1: There's one other topic that you especially will find quite nice uh, because you are a fan of the original Blue Power Ranger, Billy Cranston, David Yost. There have been reports, rumblings, if you will, on the internet that David Yost Well, actually, hold on, let's go back. Power Rangers was bought. Did you know that? Yeah, Power Rangers was bought. They were bought by Hasbro. And there's so much talk now of Hasbro incorporating Power Rangers into the Hasbro universe with G.I. Joe and Transformers and all that other bullshit. Real quick, do you like that idea or not? Meh. I don't. It doesn't bother me. So with all that, there have been additional rumblings on the internet of Billy, well, let's call him by his real name, David Yost. David Yost has come out and said, I would be happy to develop and produce a Power Rangers show, series, movie, Netflix show, he specifically said. And here's the best part. He's a producer. Amy Jo Johnson is a director. That's most of the people that you need right now. Oh, my God. Because he loved the Lord Draken YouTube clip that we talked about earlier when that you had showed Brandon. There might be something there. It could be all new cast. It could be the same. It could be the old, the the original cast. It could be, who knows what it could be, but you got some of the OGs on board, or at least one of them. The one that actually was ostracized the most is most willing to come back because, you know, we're all adults now and, you know, you can put that shit behind you, but.
0: I'm very, I'm thinking it's time to pull that card.
1: Oh, where he's like, hey man. Yeah. Come on. shut, Yeah. You know?
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm thinking about pulling the card.
1: Well, I mean, maybe, but. If, maybe if there's one holdout if there's four holdouts you really can't but if there's one you can be like come on man but it's really intriguing to see that David Yost is that he wants to reingratiate himself into the brand and maybe it's because there's new owners maybe it's for what because he's an adult and he hopes that his previous co-workers are mature adults as well which quite honestly I think they all are
0: it's a different time I think everyone's moved forward
1: yes yes and and I think it's it speaks volumes to his character mm-hmm. and him as a person and, and acceptance and all this other stuff because we all know his past and he's spoken about it. We're not going to go on and on about it. Nope. Don't want to go into it. I just think that it's great to have someone who was there at the beginning and one of the longest tenured wanna ones. Want to bring back to exactly. it. Exactly. Want to reintroduce it, be it the original cast, a new cast.
0: We're moving forward.
1: Exactly. He wants to. I'd
0: be very interested to see how they do this. And if they're smart, they'll do it. They'll do it right they just take the netflix series and they go with that and they go in the direction of lord Dracon because jason david frank looks like he's very eager to play that character too it could be cool yeah maybe it's not the current power rangers but maybe he'll do a take on it where it's in the future and the mighty Morphin power rangers he's maybe it's a take on it it's a new set of mighty Morphin power rangers or it's a new a future i a, want i'm very curious to see how it
1: would be played out i think that they're listeners to the show and they listened to one of our previous episodes where we talked fan theories between the two of us, mm-hmm. and they're going to tap us for a writer's room. I would
0: love to. I would love to. That'd be amazing.
1: I don't think that'll ever happen.
0: It would be amazing, though. Yeah. Maybe we're not going to get a sequel movie, but if we can get a fresh start again and get it on the right foot, this could do it.
1: It's very, um, I don't even know what the word is, but it's, it's, it's nice to see that it's, you know that there's support, lots of support. With Hasbro coming in, who knows what they'll want to do. So it's someone that knows the property from the beginning and that they want to, quote, do it right or keep it separate. I, I don't know. But Hasbro apparently wants to do a whole lot with it. They have high hopes. At least that's what the press release said. So maybe they'll greenlight mm-hmm. a sequel or a reboot movie or TV show or whatever to maybe kickstart the property again.
0: Well, I mean, and Hasbro is pretty much paired up with Boom Studios, too. Or not Boom. No, it's IDW. IDW. Ooh hmm i wonder if we're gonna get a swat uh, we'll see there
1: not not anytime soon i don't think no not anytime
0: soon but if they're smart hasbro is very big with the comics, so i'm hoping that hasbro will look at the comics and the popularity and be like listen this is what we need to go in the direction of
1: i was reading an article and kyle higgins was saying that the people at saban brands had such a respect for the show with every show they have what's called a show bible basically it says the characters their backstory their relatives that are known if there's anything else, like their powers or their attributes, their characteristics, the level of college. Example, Scooby-Doo. This is a really weird example, but go with me here. Shaggy's real name. Do you know what it is?
0: I heard it once or twice.
1: It's Norville is his first name, and I forget his last name right now. No one knows that because it's never said in the show, but it's in the show Bible.
0: It's still there. A character is still created and built.
1: Exactly. So you have all of that to start with and the people at Saban Brands were very hey this is how it is you can play with this part of it Kyle Higgins and writing team and you can kind of do this a little bit and we like this idea but you can't change this or that or their names or their color you know
0: this has certain things have to happen so that's where I think we're going to end up in the right direction of Power Rangers but then they can't change that much but it'll be cool it'll be in the right direction
1: yeah and by the way Shaggy's real name is Norville Rogers
0: Norville Rogers. I feel like I heard that. Shaggy, Ro- I've heard, Shaggy Rogers I've heard.
1: Yeah. And so Norville Rogers. Who, Norville. I never knew. Who would ever have guessed that? Nobody.
0: It's got to be a frickin' call to one of the past directors or writers. Not directors. One of the creators.
1: Joseph Hanna and William Barbera? No.
0: Someone knew someone knew. Someone that was giving a name. Anyway. Wow. That is the more you know about Rangers Edition.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We learned about plants, trees, and Scooby-Doo.
0: where are you all right that was a wicked episode for sean fritz i'm anthony mullen see you next week